It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. We have our decision. The Oklahoma City Thunder have decided to decline Lindy Waters' contract option. What does that mean for this roster? What's left to happen this summer? Should you expect the unexpected and previewing for agency all coming up on today's Locked On Thunder podcast? You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's get it going on the Lockdown Thunder Podcast, on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, media member, and editor-in-chief over at thunderousintentions.com. Ryland Styles. you can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. Follow the show on Twitter at LOThunderPod. Email the show, LOThunderPod at gmail.com. On today's show, brought to you by our good friends over at Game Time, we're going to dive into the Oklahoma City Thunder declining Lindy Waters III's contract option, the team option on his contract. Where does this roster presently sit? And what about free agency, which is opening up tonight? You know the drill. Every year around free agency, when that clock hits, it used to be midnight. Let me tell you a story. Back in my day, you youngsters, we used to have to sit around the tube and wait until midnight for these things to trickle out. Now, I hate to say it, but the NBA has gone soft a little bit, gone soft. They've turned this into a televised event. It used to be only for NBA sickos. You'd stay awake to the wee hours in the morning, three, four o'clock in the morning, refreshing Twitter. Back when Woj was at the vertical, I don't even think the vertical is still a thing. But now we get to cozy up with dinner and watch as it all unfolds like 5 p.m. It kind of takes the, the, the drama and the sting out of it a little bit. I kind of miss having to work for it, having to put the hours in, having to prepare. Just a Friday, 5 o'clock? Come on now. Come on now. Petition to move this back to midnight. That's all I'm saying. But on today's show, which is brought to you by Game Time, you can create your account, use the code LOCKEDONNBA for $20 off your first purchase, last-minute tickets, lowest prices, guaranteed, We're talking about Lindy Waters. And let's start there. So Lindy Waters had his contract option declined. He was set to have a $1.9 million team option. The team let the day go by and thus declined the contract. And so now Lindy Waters is a free agent. We'll see if he gets picked up. I would assume that he'll have a suitor out there or multiple suitors that they'll bring him in. Um, if nothing else for, you know, uh, the, the possibility of of a two-way or um, some training camp run or summer league run, whatever. Heck, he could be back in Oklahoma City on a two-way deal. Who knows what the, what all the, the new legalities are under the new CBA. But 
He is a free agent right now. He's presently a free agent. And so when you're talking about Lindy Waters, you have to include that this is an awesome story. A kid from Norman North goes to OSU, undrafted, semi-pro league, uh, goes to a G League tryout, becomes a G League player, then gets a two-way, which, which, you know, honestly, a lot of people thought that the two-way was where he was going to cap out at, and then gets the summer, uh, you know, the standard contract deal midway through last season. And I think it's important to reflect on what that standard deal meant at the time. Remember, at the time, the Thunder were on the heels of this stretch where they convert Eugenio Marui to a standard deal and then wave him a couple of days later. They convert Lindy Waters to a standard deal that looks exactly the same as Eugenio Marui. And we assumed at the time that this was the final destination. The final destination was finish out the year and then he's gone. Like That's what we assumed at the time. So we cannot let this come as some big shock whenever we expected this to happen at the time of the contract. The Thunder obviously like Lindy Waters. The fan base clearly likes Lindy Waters. But the bottom line is this was pretty expected. But I want to go through why this happened and where the roster sits presently. So the immediate reaction to this was, well, why not player X? So let's go through it. The, the, the main name was Trey Mann. Why not Trey Mann? To waive Trey Mann costs you $3.1 million. To let go of Lindy Waters costs you nothing. Trey Mann was also a former first-round pick. We know the business. We know how this goes. If you're a former first-round pick, you're going to get more leash. You're going to get more runway. You're going to get more opportunities. So that explains Trey Mann. Another name was Jeremiah Robinson Earl. You got to watch because his contract um, is non-guaranteed currently. If he makes it through the end of the day today on the 30th without being waived, it'll then turn into a fully guaranteed contract. So he'll be fully guaranteed the $1.9 million. But again, $1.9, comparable to what Lindy, the exact same as what Lindy was going to get had you picked up his option. But Jeremiah Robinson Earl, second round pick, at a more position of need, who you traded up for in the second round to go get, who has put some good basketball on film. I know that we look at last year and kind of let the let the end of it cloud our judgment on JRE, who was really good before his ankle sprain, was really good his first year. You want to give him a shot to see if he can level it out. The only other players who have comparable numbers attached to them are Aaron Wiggins, 1.9, Isaiah Joe, 1.9, and Jay Will, $2 million. And I don't say this to discredit Lindy Waters, but all of those guys are either flatly better role players than Lindy Waters or former first-round picks owed a lot more money than Lindy Waters. And so this is just how it goes. This is just the business. And I don't think that this is where Lindy Waters' story ends, but if even if it is, what a great story it was. Great hometown kid. Fantastic guy to be around. Uh, even, I'll tell you this, you know, I covered every blue game at the, at the Paycom Center. Uh, one of the few. And a lot of times it was just me in the room with Lenny Waters, and he was kind. He, he, he gave us time, you know, and he didn't have to do that necessarily. On a two-way deal, you could kind of think that you're above, um, you know, the, the G League stuff and say, well, 
this is a doubleheader day, so I got to get prepared to play in the NBA game just in case, whatever, whatever. He never did. He always showed up. He always um, was personable and, and and gave us more time than we need. There's, there was one time where we went like 10 minutes, and it was just me and one other person in the media room, and we just still rambled on for 10 minutes uh, just about everything. So he's, he's a great guy, great to be around, great teammate. Teammates, teammates seem to like him. But at the end of the day, this is the business side of basketball. And there's also on-the-court reasons why this move was made, despite this being a great story, despite this being a, a fantastic just kind of arc of his career. We'll get into those and where this roster sits all coming up. But first, I want to say right now, better good friends over at PrizePix. PrizePix is here for you. And you know how I look at PrizePix. To me, PrizePix makes watching the games more fun. You can go to prizepix.com or the PrizePix app. And when you do, use the code locked on. When you use that code, you're going to get a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. So you put a, you put a $50 bill in there, you get 50 from them. $100, $100. 20, 20, 10, 10. You, you get the drift now. Uh, so how does it make games more fun to watch? Well, look, you sit down and you look at the projections and you just guess, will they score more or less than their prize pick projections? You pick two to six players to do that with. And on those two to six players, you can win up to 25 times your money. Up to 25 times your money you can win just by guessing more or less on their prize pick projections. It's simply that. You versus those numbers. It's not you versus sharks who do this for a living and study every which odds and ends and, and no more than you. It is simply you versus the projections. And so with prize picks... They offer you every sport, NBA, NFL, MLB, NHL, PGA, college football, men and women's basketball, WNBA, soccer, esports, all that good stuff. So you can sit down, you know, get your favorite beverage of choice, watch some MLB, and guess, hey, I think Shohei Otani will have more than half a hit tonight. I think Mike Trout will have more than one and a half hits tonight. Bada bing, bada boom, you win the game and you have a lot of fun. So go to prizepicks.com. Use the code locked on 100 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Hey guys, it's Walker Mail, host of the Locked On Hornets podcast. And being around sports media and a fan of the Hornets for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes it's exploring the sliding doors moments and what if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience. What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run on the one yard line with the Super Bowl on the line? Or could a coin flip actually have landed magic in Chicago, Michael in L.A., and made Charles Barkley the first black president? Enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former SportsCenter anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will pry open the sliding doors of a different what-if moment from the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall, legacies will change forever, new goats will emerge. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. You can listen to Alternate Routes early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. We're back on the Lockdown Thunder Podcast, on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. Folks, thank you so much for making us your first listen every single morning, every single day. We're here for you talking Thunder basketball. Right now, we're talking Lindy Waters, who was waived or I guess option declined 
if you're so inclined to put it that way. And so when you look at what Lindy Waters is on the court, forgetting the backstory, he's just a player from Wyoming. So forget all the backstory. He went to Wyoming State University, played at Wyoming North High School, and is from the great state of Wyoming. He really improved this year defensively. He had areas where he thrives. 50% on corner threes. He shot 57% when coming off of screens. He also had areas where, for his skill set, he has to get better at. He's a sharp shooter that oftentimes misses timely threes. On non-corner threes, he shot 35%. On catch-and-shoot opportunities, he shot 35%. Now, he was really good off the dribble, 38% in the 88th percentile in the NBA. And at the rim, he was 11 for 16. Obviously not where he lives, but got the job done enough. But at the end of the day, of the day when you factor in price point, when you factor in pedigree, when you factor in roster crunch, this was the easiest mechanism to get where you need to be. The Thunder, as of this present moment in time, have 15 standard contracts and one of their three two-way slots filled. So if they if they wanted to, which obviously we're a long ways away from doing this, but if they wanted to, they wouldn't have to do a single thing. They could just throw the ball in the air October 19th or whenever opening night's going to be and play some basketball if they wanted to just by declining Lindy Waters' option. And the decisions are only going to get tougher from here. That's the bad news. If you are you know, working today on a Friday and you're feeling good, long weekend's coming, but the only thing dampening your long weekend that's on the horizon, or heck, if you're lucky, might already be happening for you. The only thing dampening that is, ah, man, Thunder let go of Lindy Waters. Get prepared. These decisions are going to continuously get harder. And they have continuously gotten harder to this point in this rebuild. So, as we mentioned, the Thunder roster sits at 15 standard deals in compliance, one out of three two-way deals. So the standard deals are as followed. SGA, Josh Giddy, Trey Mann, Lou Dort, Isaiah Joe, J-Dub, Usman Jang, Aaron Wiggins, Kenneth Williams, Poku, Jeremiah Robinson Earl, Chet Holmgren, J-Will, Kassan Wallace, Davis Bertans. Those are your 15 standard deals. You have Keontae Johnson, pick 50, who has the juice. Go listen to yesterday's podcast about that. You have him on a two-way deal. And then you have two open two-way slots. Now, it is my understanding that since the Thunder did not make an announcement of them issuing the qualifying offer to Jared Butler or Olivier Saar, that they did not do so. And so those two guys are now unrestricted two-way guys. So... Thunder can truly do anything they want to do with those two two-way deals. And there's a lot of good options out there, including on their summer league team. Now, back to the main roster. As I mentioned, the Thunder could just sit on their hands and go to October. But given that free agency hasn't even opened yet, that's a long time to be patient. That's a long time to do nothing. And sometimes you just want to do something. 
Sometimes you just want to do something for the sake of doing something. And so it's both likely and implausible, which are very conflicting. The thunder will and won't do something. It's, it's so up in the air that it just feels like something is brewing. The problem is when you look at this roster, if you're just talking about cutting guys, there's only two guys who you can cut. Really one. Jeremiah Robinson Earl owed $1.9 million. That's a drop in the bucket. You could conceivably wave Trey Mann, but $3 million for a guy of that potential former first-round pick, you don't really want to do that, even just optically. Even just optically, you don't want to do that. So there's really one guy of the 15 who you would wave. Bretons makes too much money, and then everyone else would just be stunning. So that kind of handcuffs you a little bit. But we always know that whenever we think we've got it all figured out, Sam Presti throws a curveball. So be on the lookout for that. But if like if you're looking at this roster, the reason I think that it's somewhat likely that they're just going to roll into October with these guys is who are you moving on from? Who are you acquiring? You know, you can throw the names out there of Mo Bamba and, you know, whatever other journeyman gets cut. But in my opinion, Mo Bamba versus Jeremiah Robinson Earl is just the unfamiliability of it all. It's just the, it's just the unfamiliar nature of it all. Look, if you're mad that Trey Mann is on this roster and Lindy isn't, then you know you can't really be you know you can't really be be advocating necessarily for Bo Bowl over Jeremiah Robson Earl because Jeremiah Robson Earl has had just as much success, if not more, in the NBA, you know, as as Mo Bamba. And so Mo Bamba would be a change, shock value, former top guy in the draft you know, kind of a polar opposite of what you have on this roster size-wise, but also kind of not, because you do have Poku and Chet in them. But again, it's just change for the sake of change, and I'm not sure the Thunder are in the change for the sake of change business. And everything that, you know, we have all heard leading up to the draft and leading up to this point has been the Thunder just like their guys and really believe in their guys. And so you could see a pretty sleepy summer in Bricktown. You could see all they do is just fill out those two two-way deals and go about their business. And that's probably the most likely option. It's not the flashiest. It's not the sexiest. But it's probably the most likely option. And I'm of the opinion, as I've said this whole week, there's no such thing as a, as a bad one to three year deal. When you're talking about where this roster's at, one to three years does not impact your ability to extend any of your core. And that's all that really matters. As long as you're not getting yourself locked into something that extends to the life of your extension window of this group, who cares? Again, they could, they could sign you to a max contract. I wouldn't care. 
So if they were to bring in Mo instead of Jeremiah or Mo instead of whoever, it I wouldn't really care. But again, it just the explanation of it would just be you're doing it for the sake of doing something. How many teams have tried out Mo Bamba at this point? And if he was an OKC, people would get excited and people would talk themselves into him and everything else. But who's the guy out there that you want to bring in, that you want to you know, change up this core for, change up this roster for? They have one guy they can move, and they can move him pretty easily. Again, $1.9 million is a drop in the bucket, even if it gets guaranteed today. But I just think that, it, that, that this is going to shake out with these are your 15 guys, and we figure out who the two-way guys are later. But free agency still, even if the Thunder you know, don't get involved in it, is still going to have ramifications for OKC. We'll talk about that coming up. But first, I want to tell you right now, my good friends over at Game Time. Folks, Game Time's awesome. Game Time gives you the ability to go to your favorite events stress-free. Game Time is fast and easy to use. You can buy tickets to every sport, music, comedy, theater event near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and the best, best prices guaranteed, you can stop stressing and start getting hype over these events. With flash deals, you can get last-minute tickets at the lowest prices. And if you somehow find a lower price, folks, they're going to get your money back and then some. They're going to credit you 110% of the difference if you somehow find a better price. So lowest price is guaranteed. They have event cancellation protection, very big these days, job loss prevention protection, and an image from your seat when you're picking out your seat. So the view of your seat comes in clutch when you're trying to buy tickets. You want to know exactly the sight lines and what you're going to be getting into. So download the GameTime app. Whenever you download the GameTime app, you can use the code LOCKEDINNBA for $20 off your first purchase. Terms and conditions apply. Again, create that account. Use code locked in NBA for $20 off your first purchase. Download the game time app today. Last minute tickets, lowest prices, guaranteed. This is Jake from Locked On. Locked On has teamed up with State Farm to spotlight some of the greatest supporting players in NBA history. After beating the Heat led by LeBron James and Dwayne Wade in 2011, Dirk Nowitzki won an NBA title and proved himself to be one of the greatest basketball players of all time. But there was one player in the starting lineup for the last three games of the finals that helped support Dirk all the way to a championship, J.J. Barea. Led by J.J. and Jason Terry, the Mavs' second unit proved to be the strength throughout the playoffs, where they led the NBA in bench scoring. But for games 4, 5, and 6 in the NBA Finals, Mavs coach Rick Carlisle inserted Barea into the starting five to help the Mavs space the floor and put more playmaking around Dirk. J.J. Barea had a knack for running the pick-and-roll with Dirk that helped the Mavs score more efficiently on their run to a title. Dirk Nowitzki couldn't score the way he did if he didn't have much-needed support from someone like J.J. Barea. Sometimes, you and I need that kind of support, too. Think of State Farm like a pivotal team player. When you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember the jingle and just say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. We're back on the Lockdown Thunder Podcast, on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. Folks, what a day it is. It is free agency day. It is free agency day in the NBA. And again, I would love if the NBA would push this back to midnight so that way we are just all back to being full sickos. But I digress. So with the Thunder, they have $16.6 million. 
This is now entering free agency. This is sixth in the league in cap space. That is an awesome spot to be in, even with a chock full roster. Because those, you know, that money can be used in a, in a assortment of ways, as you saw, and take on the Dallas Pertons contract to go up from 12 to, to 10. But besides that, because again, there's it's hard to talk about the Thunder for agency because A, it's so unlikely that they do anything. B, it's gonna be hard to, you know, even even offer any criticism or like or like analysm. Analysm? That's 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 not the word. That's not the word. Analysis. Analysis. Don't clip out that last word. To the situation, because there's not going to be anything as such as a bad one to three year deal. Even if you give the worst player in the league, whoever you think that is, a max contract, because it doesn't hurt anything. But situations around the league can dramatically impact the OKC. The biggest one currently to keep an eye on. What's going on in Philadelphia? James Harden opts in, demands a trade. They're working on a trade. He might stay. He might go. Easy come, easy go. Little high, little low. Any way the wind blows is how James Harden feels, but it doesn't really matter because we're talking about how it impacts Oklahoma City. So James Harden leaves via trade. As Keith Smith points out, you cannot, he's not eligible to be extended. So you can't like trade and extend them, which is interesting. Something about like the CBA. So the team getting him is going to watch him be an unrestricted free agent at the end of the year. And my worldview, having seen what's been going on with the trades, that probably lessens his value. That probably lessens your return in Philadelphia. So with the Sixers, if you don't get the return you expect on James Harden, and now your roster you know, was Terry Maxey was good and Joel Embiid was MVP. Does the clock start ticking on Embiid wanting out in this era of player empowerment and, you know, guys, you know, leaving fast and things changing on a dime can change in a heartbeat as Trey Young tweeted out. What was that about? Who knows? The Thunder own a future Philly pick, which could be very juicy. If Harden goes, the return's not good, and Embiid says, well, I'm out of here. I've given you everything I had. So that's one area to keep an eye on. Another area is Houston. They seem hellbent. After what I would consider a really good draft, they seem hellbent on bringing in one or two or three free agents and just bringing in these veterans who I don't think in the competitive Western Conference gets them any closer to the play-in. I also think it pushes them further away from the bottom to where you could see this pick ending up like, you know, six through 10, six through nine. Could you see them, you know, even be a team where like Utah in a way where like Utah surprised some people, but then packed it in only, of course, I think Houston would pack it in much earlier than Utah did to where that push them down the, the totem pole a bit more, obviously. And they obviously, I think would have, you know, less of a range to fall. Like they'll, they'll be closer to the bottom than not. But 
what if these moves push them enough as you control the Rockets pick that's top four protected pushes them out of the top four, but not dramatically out of the top four to where you get a really good pick next year. Something to watch. And then now, even though we don't expect that Thunder to be players in free agency, they're now in the game. What I mean by in the game is this stuff matters now. Like how Western Conference teams are filling out their roster, what Kyrie does, what super teams are formed, who gets better, who gets worse, it matters now. Whereas the last few years, it didn't like you were only concerned about yourself. You were running your own race. You were you were just kind of focused on what the Thunder are doing. The ripple effects of the league now impact the Thunder too as they try to win and try to go to the playoffs and try to get this thing moving. So it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun to plug in again. And we're going to have it all recap for you right here on the Locked On Thunder podcast, which is going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of fun to follow along and see what all happens. We'll have it all for you here on the Locked On Thunder podcast. We'll have it on the national show, Locked On NBA. Folks, if you're still looking for draft content, both recapping last week's draft, but also an early look forward to 2024, go check out Locked On NBA Big Board for all of that info as well. And let me know what you think down below about the Thunder waving Lindy Waters, I mean, not picking up his option uh, of Lindy Waters, how the roster sits right now, what you would do, what moves you would make, and what is to come in free agency. Do you believe that a storm is brewing? Or are these the 15, you ride it out to October, and let's just get this season started already. Let me know what you think. Back again tomorrow. Until then, be good, and be good to one another. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.